The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Hey, it's not Exo. It's Mel Fabregas. Exo has the night off. He's spending it with his family and celebrating Vic Giza's birthday. Vic, our talented artist, who delights us every week with a comic strip. Vic, happy birthday. Let your family pamper you in the exotic location where you are. Now, welcome to my decade. Thanks for all your contributions. Have fun. So even though Exo is not here tonight, I'd like to share something interesting that somebody shared with me today. And it says, see how a modern neural network completes your text. Type a custom snippet or try one of the examples. So this is an AI, by the way, and you can do this. I have a link included at the end of this interview. But anyway, I wrote extraterrestrial disclosure and I received a bunch of answers. But one of them was this, and it's very interesting. It said, the U.S. government is now under court action for destroying data and documents that could prove that the U.S. is currently engaged in UFO activity. Now, I wonder if this AI is spewing truth or fiction. Well, you can try this for yourself, but you're going to have to go to the end of this interview on segment two, where I'll give you a link and you can write the stuff and the AI will finish the sentence for you or will find interesting information about whatever you type. I also wanted to let you know that I was recently interviewed by the famous documentarian Niles Heckman on his podcast. A lot of what I discussed you may know already, but I may have said some things they may not know. So if you're interested, I've included a link on this week's newsletter. So you can listen to it if you want to. Many of you have told me that your ISPs have us blocked. So if you don't get the newsletter every week, you can always see it online at veritasradio.com forward slash newsletter dot html. And one last but very important thing. Many of you are asking me for a poll. A poll to measure things out. I want to know which topics are of most interest to you. The poll is not up yet, but what I want to do right now is ask you for your top three topics. I want to know what the three topics that are most important to you are. So there's a link on the landing page of the Veritas member section. So just log in and you should be able to see a link right there. You can't miss it. Just type the three topics that you want. For example, you can say UFOs, conspiracies or parapolitical research and health, or say hidden history, social politics, and geopolitics, something like that. Your top three. I will then compile a list of the topics and will show a list next week with the most popular ones. But then next week, I need you to vote so I know which are the most important topics that are relevant to you. I will then start planning future shows around what matters to you, the listener. I haven't done this in a few years and I think it's time to measure the pulse. That's all I wanted to say tonight. Thank you very much and on to this week's interview. You eat organic and non-GMO food. You only drink purified water. You take care of yourself and your family's health. But could there be a silent 
invisible danger causing potential harm to you and your loved ones? There could, and it's called electromagnetic frequency radiation. And it's one of the fastest growing health issues facing our society. EMF radiation produced by modern technologies such as cell phones, tablets, laptops, Wi-Fi, and smart meters is an emerging health threat. And we are all guinea pigs in a giant experiment with many unknown consequences. But aren't these technologies regulated and safe? Is there a solution? And what about 5G, the next generation wireless access technology? Greetings, I'm your host, Mel Fabregas. And if you're new to the Veritas family, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, just click on the subscribe button. And don't forget to visit the Veritas store for MMS, hemp oil, pure organic sulfur, and much more. And if you want to get in touch with me, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And to tell us more, tonight's special guest is Matt Landman. In June 2017, Matt released a groundbreaking documentary, Frankenskies, and has since been promoting the exposure of the film and working on the film's sequel. Matt is the host of the Global Chemtrail Summit, which last took place in Tucson, Arizona, last year, which is a fitting location considering the public launch of solar geoengineering chemtrails as a solution to global warming. Matt continues to inspire others to bring awareness to geoengineering, where many feel much scrutiny and transparency is needed. Matt has many websites, and they're all linked on our website and directly from Northern California. I'd like to welcome Matt Landman. Hello, Matt, and welcome back to Veritas. How are you? Doing great. Thank you so much for having me back on, Mel. My pleasure. It's always nice to have you because every time you and I talk, whether it's offline or I get your Facebook post, I'm always learning new things, and I know that you and I share something. We're always, we have this insatiable appetite for information, and lately you've been focusing a lot on 5G, and we have been covering this topic a lot You know, let me just begin by saying that in the past couple of weeks, I've seen a lot of friends of mine in California, especially, who say, look, I have 5G on my phone. They finally activate. I'm so happy. It's so fast. What do you say to those people? Let's begin with that, Matt. Uh, I would say you don't know what you're getting yourself into is what I would say to those people. And I would say do you really know what that technology is and what the health implications are and have you read the fine print, et cetera, et cetera? People aren't being excited just because we are in this society now, Matt, as you know, that whenever there's a new version of an iPhone or an Android or whatever the technology is, we seem to be volunteering ourselves to to merge into this technology. And we're not thinking of the side effects it may have. You know, people write to me from, from England. You, you know who, who Mark Steele is. I mean, we spoke with him a few months ago before his trial, which for those folks who are wondering whatever happened to that trial, he actually got out of it and it was a positive outcome. But a lot of people are writing to me from places saying, look, this used to be the avenue where I used to walk every day. There used to be a lot of trees. Now the trees are being cut. Why? It's very simple, because 5G cannot 
go through trees and other structures. Tell us more about what people can expect when 5G finally lands in their neck of the woods. Well, that's that's a big question. Definitely health implications, definitely impact on the ecosystem, the trees and the birds and the, the wildlife and even the microbiology. I'd like to really take a step back, and I know you've covered the subject a lot, but I pride myself in being able to simplify things because I'm a pretty simple, normal kind of guy. I'm not a scientist or anything like that, but I have been speaking on the topic to city councils, county board of supervisors, town hall, city meetings all over the West Coast and in Arizona. And what I can do is kind of break down this 5G. And once you understand why and how and and see the long-term effects and how simple it is, then it can be empowering and inspiring to have the information and knowledge to make a decision on your own. Because if you don't really get it, it's hard to convey that truth to your friends, family, and peers. And you know, like you said about people lining up for the next technology, I can't really blame them. They are under some serious mind control, cognitive dissonance. It's all started, I see it as, and I reflect on this so much and try to grasp, you know, how we got to where we're at and where we're headed, the direction we're headed as a civilization, as a species with this technological revolution. And really, it started with the television. You know, we had a black and white TV. It was amazing. There was a moon landing and all this stuff, real or fake. Either way, then we had color TV. And then after that, it was replaced by the computer. And then all of a sudden, these mobile devices and things are getting more speed and more gadgety and more apps and all these things. And each step of the way, we never think that it would be predatory or not in our best interest. We only see the fun and games of it all. But let's talk about what 5G is. What 5G is, is it's a radio wave spectrum carrier wave. So all of the smart devices, all of the wireless devices, all of the technology that we transmit wireless data on is radio wave signal. So AM waves, FM waves, wireless, Wi-Fi, smart meters, cell phones, even Bluetooth technology. This is all radio wave frequencies. And radio waves actually are just like light waves. They are light waves. Let's just look at them like they're just like light. But we can't see them because of the properties of this particular light. So the light spectrum, the rainbow of the color of the spectrum of light that we can see, like in the prism, if you look at the sunlight refracted and see the breakdown of the color spectrum. At each edge of the spectrum, there's also infrared light on the edge, on the left side, basically on the edge of where red is. So the size of the light wave really matters. So if you have red light and then you make the light wave length slightly larger than it is red, you get infrared and it's invisible then because we can't see it with our eyes, but it's still there. Infrared is still there. On the other side of the color spectrum, If you take blue light and you make it slightly smaller in size, you get ultraviolet. Or if you take even purple or violet light and you make the wavelength size of the light wave slightly smaller, we no longer can see it ultraviolet light, but it's there and it's actually coming off the sun. It's just invisible to our eyes because of the way we perceive things. Just like that, radio waves are all around us and we can't see them. So AM waves, they travel all around and it's just like having light all around us like in the daytime. You can tune into an AM radio wave pretty much anywhere. But you don't see these waves, but they're all around us. It's like these light waves all around us. And it's just like light. It travels at the same speed of light, which is 186,000 miles per second, pretty fast. To give you a reference point, the speed of sound is 760 miles per hour. So 
this light is everywhere, and the size of the wave dictates how the information can be carried on it and how far the information can be carried and how much information can be carried on this radio wave. So AM waves are 1,000 feet in wavelength. This is the difference, the distance between each wave crest, okay? The length of these waves are 1,000 feet. And these 1,000 feet waves, they get pushed around by AM radio towers on top of a mountainside or something, and they go really far. They go through buildings. They go through people, through trees, through everything, honeybees and, and insects and, and all that sort of stuff. FM waves, similarly, are rather large. They're 10 feet in wavelength. So the AM waves are 1,000 feet, the FM waves are 10 feet, and still these FM waves, they go rather far, and they travel just through things, us, buildings, planes, trains, automobiles. So the smaller the wave, the, the less distance it can travel. So for instance, the absolute smallest radio wave possible on the radio wave spectrum is this 5G technology, and it's actually one millimeter in size. To give you a reference point, a penny is a millimeter and a half. So now at a millimeter in size, opposed to an FM wave that was 10 feet, so now you have a one millimeter size carrier wave, it actually doesn't go through anything. It absorbs into everything, absorbs into our skin, absorbs into trees, absorbs into honeybees, and it actually causes cellular disruptions. It causes actual our cells to bifurcate. It, it causes is so much why, stress in our cells. I don't mean to interrupt you, but is this why, Please. for example, you see an AM or an FM antenna in a mountain, which travels hundreds of miles, but with 5G, is this why it has to be literally installed in almost every light post, you know, a few feet away from each other? Well, the telecom agencies are saying that they need them every 500 feet. And that's about every three homes. And that's basically everywhere you could see. You could look out your bedroom window and there's likely going to be a 5G antenna right there. And yes, that's exactly why, because of the size of the wave, it can't go great distances. And so then there's actually a propaganda piece that says that there's satellites propagating this 5G, the carrier wave. And if you really understand that it can't go far, that it absorbs into ozone and clouds and birds and anything really, and it can't travel great distances, then you know that the satellite story is actually falsehood, propaganda, and you can move forward and actually cultivate your intuition by knowing that this is a lie and what have you. So yes, this one millimeter size wave has to be essentially everywhere or it won't work. And then in that regard, it's it's archaic and primitive. It shouldn't even be a carrier wave for transmitting data. What it has been used for is body scanning technology. So when you go to the airport next and you opt out, please opt out of that body scanning technology, but look on the side of the machine, it literally says one millimeter wave body scan technology. And the technology is that they blast you with a one millimeter size wave. It absorbs into your skin, but you can't feel it because they make it absorb based on its frequency that it absorbs just beyond your uh, uh, nerves but they get a perfect map of your body. And then they can tell if you've got something on you, like a gun or something like that. That's the tech. But you can opt out and not get radiated. And then the TSA employees are even saying that there's cancer pockets when they're near these devices. And they're even being outlawed in different countries. And there's a Sam Alamos research study talking about this TSA body scanners. And then if you really get into the research, you can find that this one millimeter size wave is actually a weapon. It was created as a weapon 
The active denial system, ADS, was weaponized technology when we first went to the Middle East to create this frequency fence, a literal fence of frequency by propagating a one millimeter size wave that would burn the skin of, of anyone who walked into a certain uh, containment zone in the Middle East when we first went into Iraq, this technology was unleashed. So, so the size of the wave, it really is very important. Now, the one millimeter size wave of the 5G, we won't be able to feel it. The tech is that it absorbs just beyond our nerves, but it absorbs into our skin. It causes cells to divide, and, it, and our body, circadian rhythm, which is really important because I really want to talk about blue light, circadian rhythm, grounding, Schumann's resonance, but especially the circadian rhythm, it dictates our biological clock, it dictates our biology, and when our body releases melatonin, serotonin, dopamine, all these chemicals, and we can have severe implications if we're around 5G all the time. And also blue light, you know, because what it is, it's just throwing off our biological clock and having our bodies not be able to tune to the sky clock and having our bodies think that we're in sunlight all the time because our bodies are being tricked because the size of the wave is similar enough to the size of the wave of sunlight. So our bodies don't know it's night or day, and literally our clocks get so thrown off that we get depressed and all this, and we can talk about that. But thanks for letting me get all that out. Of course. But I have a, a few questions. Number one, this one sounds like a joke for many people who tell me all the time. You know, in 1969, President Nixon spoke with the astronauts on the moon, and this is like 1969 technology. And right now, even in my own, if I'm at home, I hardly get cell phone signal, let alone being on a desert highway. I, I know you, you lived in Arizona or still live, and you know what it is, getting into back roads and you just don't get signal. So why do we need this technology if in 1969 they had something better, if you know what I mean? Exactly. And honestly, having a carrier wave that can only travel less than a city block and you have to cut down trees because it's going to absorb into the trees, it doesn't make any sense at all. We have carrier waves like the AM, like the FM, like the current technology that we have that don't impact cells, impact our microbiology, impact insects, impact plants and trees, disrupt our security and rhythm and can carry data just fine. So I don't, it, it really doesn't make any sense. And if you see the research studies, it's quite staggering. It, it's actually unreal how much is stacked up against this technology. So my life as an activist began trying to convince people that this weather was being modified and that there was an agenda to geoengineer and spray the sky chemicals and what have you. But the radiation coming off of these 5G antenna being 10 to 100 times the current cell phone tower radiation and being on your doorstep, it's a no-brainer. And the studies show so much. So, for instance, the state of New Hampshire, they passed a House Bill 522, and they had recently established a commission to study the environmental and health effects of this evolving 5G technology. So the FDA has told states and counties and local municipalities that they can't talk about this stuff, that they can't talk about health and what have you. But the state of New Hampshire has, has come out and said, well, yes, we can, because we look out for our people, and we're going to ask these very pertinent questions. And I think these are very important. I'm going to go over just a couple questions. One of them is, why are the FCC radio frequency exposure limits set for the United States 100 times higher than countries like Russia, China, Italy, Switzerland, and Eastern Europe? 
They also asked the question, why are the FCC sanctioned guidelines for public exposure to wireless radiation based only on the thermal effect on temperature of the skin and do not even account for non-thermal, non-ionizing biological... Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.